0: Welcome to Jesus is the Voice of Truth. I am Michael Montoya. I'm a teacher and an evangelist for Jesus is the Voice of Truth. Today I want you to turn to Hebrews 7. We're going to talk about the priestly order of Melchizedek. For this Melchizedek, the king of Salem, priest of the most high God, made Abraham returning from a slaughter of the kings and blessed him. And to him Abraham apportioned a tenth of everything that he got. He is first by translation of his name, king of righteousness, and then he is also king of Salem, that is, king of peace. He is without father or mother or genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but resembling the Son of God, he continues a priest forever. See how great this man was to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of his spoil? And those descendants of Levi, who received the priestly office, have a commandment in the law to take tithes from people, that is, from their brothers. Though these also are descendants from Abraham, but this man who does not have his descendants from them receives tithes from Abraham and blessed. He blessed him who had the promises. It is beyond dispute that the inferior is blessed by the superior. In one case, tithes are received by mortal men. It is testified that he lives. One might even say that the Levi himself who received tithes paid tithes through Abraham. For he will steal what steal in the loins of his ancestors when Melchizedek met him. Jesus compared to Melchizedek. Now if perfection had been attained to Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need would there have been for another priest to arise after the order of Melchizedek? Rather than one named after the order of Aaron, for when there is a change in the priesthood, there is necessarily a change in the law as well. For the one whom these things are spoken belong to another tribe, for which no one has ever served at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord Jesus was descendant from Judah. And in connection with that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. This became even more evident when another priest arises in the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become a priest not on the basis of legal requirements concerning bodily descendants, but by the power of the indestructible life. For it is witness of him you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. For on the one hand, a former commandment is set aside because of its weakness and its useless, for the law made nothing perfect. But on the other hand, a better hope is introduced to which we draw near to God. And it was not without an oath. For those who formerly become priests were made such without an oath. But this one has made a priest with an oath by the one who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind you are a priest forever this makes jesus the guarantor and be- and a better of the better covenant the former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever consequently he is able to save the uttermost those who draw near to god through him since he always lives to make intercession for them for it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest holy innocent unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like those high priests who who offer daily sacrifices for his own sins, and then for those of the sins of the people. Since he did this, once and for all he offered up himself. For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priest, but the word of the oath which came later than the law appoints a son who has been made perfect forever." I'd like to finish by giving everyone a chance to get to know Jesus better. You know, make Jesus the Lord of your life. The prayer of salvation is our very first conversation with God. And the prayer of salvation is the most important prayer you will ever pray. When you're ready to become a Christian, you're ready to have your first real conversation with God. And these are the components. We acknowledge that Jesus Christ is God and that he came to the earth as a man in order to live the sinful life that we could not live, that he died in our place so that we would not have to pay the penalty that we deserve. We confess our past life of sins, living for ourselves and not obeying God. We admit that we are ready to trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We ask Jesus to come into our heart, take up residence there and begin living through us. It begins with faith in God. When we pray the prayer of salvation, we're letting God know that we believe his word is true. By the faith he has given us, we choose to believe in him. The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11.6. So when we pray, asking God for the gift of salvation, we're exercising our free will to acknowledge that we believe in him. That demonstration of faith pleases God, because we We have freely chosen to know Him. We are also confessing our sins. When we pray the prayer of salvation, we're admitting that we've sinned. As the Bible says of everyone, saved through Christ alone, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 To sin is simply to fall short of the mark as an arrow that does not quite hit the bullseye. The glory of God that we fell short of is found only in Jesus Christ. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4.6 The prayer of salvation then recognizes that Jesus is the only human who ever lived without sin. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5.21 So we are professing faith in Christ as a Savior and Lord. With Christ as our standard of perfection, we're now acknowledging faith in him as God, agreeing with the Apostle John In the beginning was the Word, which is Christ, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. The word was with God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him nothing was made that was made. And that's John uh, 1 verses 1 to 3. Because God could only accept a perfect sinless sacrifice. And because he knew that we could not possibly accomplish that. He sent his son to die for us and pay the eternal price. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever should believe in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. John 3 16 if you want to say it yes today to that and you really mean it with your heart don't wait a moment longer to start your new life with jesus christ remember this prayer is not a magical formula you are simply expressing your heart to god and if you'd like to pray this prayer with me father i know that i have broken your laws and my sins have separated me from you i am truly sorry and i now want to turn away from my pastful sins towards you please forgive me and help me avoid sinning again i believe that your son jesus christ died from my sins was resurrected from the dead is alive and he hears my prayers today i invite jesus to become the lord of my life to rule and reign in my heart from this day forward so please send your holy spirit to help me obey you and to do your will for the rest of my life in jesus name i pray amen so now you're thinking i prayed it now what happens next if you pray this prayer of salvation, with true conviction in your heart, you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. This is a fact. Whether or not you feel any different, you know, religious systems may have you lead to believe that you should feel something like a warm glow, a tingle, or some other mystical experience. In fact, you may and you may not. But if you have prayed the prayer of salvation and you meant it, you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that your eternal salvation is secure. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised from the dead you will be saved it tells you that in Romans 10 9. So welcome to the family of God we encourage you to find a local Bible-based church where you can fellowship with other believers and grow in the knowledge of God through his word the Bible you know this ministry is listener supported and if you feel that you have benefited from this message from God Please consider helping to support this ministry and give a gift of any amount so that we can continue to spread the word of God to the power of the Holy Spirit on the past podcasting ministry. Go to Jesusisthevoiceoftruth.com. May the Lord richly bless you, your family and friends. Until next time, God bless you.